brought to you by the Mutual Audio Network. With a name like Mutual, it has to be good. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance. This episode of Bells in the Battery was originally released December 11th, 2007. Making my rhubarb pie from scratch, everybody's gonna die. Match for a taste of my homemade rhubarb pie. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 60 of Bells in the Bad Free. Today we're... We wish you a Merry Christmas. Arnie. We wish you a Happy Holocaust. Arnie. We wish you a Quakey Kwanzaa. Arnie. We wish you a... Arnie. What, what? What's going on? What are you doing? I'm getting us in the holiday spirit for the big holiday special of which this is. But it's not. Or it's not. It's not. It's not? No, it's not. I thought it was. It isn't. Oh, it isn't? No. Oh. Our next show is going to be the holiday Christmas special. This show is just... Episode 60. That's it. That's it. No holiday stuff. No holiday stuff. None at all. None at all. Okay, well, uh, what are you going to do this episode then? Well, I thought I'd start off by welcoming our new neighbor, Rex, the guy who has the place across the street. Wow, once a DJ, always a DJ. You hit that musical post pretty well there, oh, Mr. Well, Bell. Yeah. I'm pretty impressed. I guess so. What new guy across the street? Uh, don't you remember Rex, Rex, the guy who came in here last episode and introduced himself? Oh. He bought the abandoned warehouse across the street. Oh, and, uh, yeah. Yeah, okay, I thought I'd take him some uh, rhubarb pie. Some of your rhubarb pie? Yes. Your homemade rhubarb pie? Yes, my homemade rhubarb pie. So you don't like him, is that it? Yeah, no, I just thought it'd be a friendly gesture to take him some, so can you keep an eye on things here and I'll be back in just a few minutes. You want me to be in charge of the whole battery? Well, me? Yeah. What an honor this is. Maybe this isn't such wow, a... Wow, I never thought you... Is Miss Schmackelheimer in? No, she's out. Out of the building? No, just out of her office. Well, where is she? She's in the pool area. Oh, so she's having Paolo time. time yeah, yeah, I can't disturb that. Okay, yeah. well, keep an eye on things best you can, Arnie. I'll be back in a minute. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Good luck, Mr. Bell. Ah, it's such a lovely day. Perfect day to walk across the street here. Carrying my homemade rhubarb pie. Get my homemade rhubarb pie. And, oh, he's done some uh, redecorating, some changes here to this warehouse. I don't remember this gate being here before. Uh, beware electric fence. <laughs> Certainly, it's not a real... Ow! Okay, um, let's see. Uh, push button. Who is it? John Bell. What do you want? I want to see Mr. Rex. Uh, you have a password. Password? That's it. Huh? Come on in. Oh, okay. Thank you. Watch out for the laser beams. Duck under them. Laser beams? Ow! Oh! Okay. Uh, let me kind of duck walk under these beams. Uh, okay. I'm past that. Let me walk up the walk here. Beware of landmines. Um, how do I get through the landmines? Hello? Two steps forward. Two. One step left. Back. Two steps back. Back, right, 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 back, forward, over, left, hop again, one, two, three, oh, sorry, okay, oh, thank heavens, well, I'm that much closer to the front door, up here, I like his staff, his gardener over there, and whoever that guy is over there, they're all wearing these matching red jumpsuits with berets and matching M16s, it's, um, very, very nice. Uh, okay, here I am at the front door. 
Halt! Who goes there? I'm <clears throat> I'm John Bell here to see Mr. Um, Rex. He's on a first name basis with boss. Yeah, first name basis. First name basis. He's not on the list. He knows the boss. Yeah, first name basis. Let him in. Let him in. Let him in. Let him in. Go on in. Oh, um, thank you. Wow, what a nice place. I mean, this is the fanciest abandoned warehouse I've ever seen. I look at these giant stainless steel walls and doors and lights and electronic equipment and everything's highly polished and welcome hello so you have come for me have you i've been expecting you but i have a deadly trap for you and who are you i'm john bell across the street i brought you this rhubarb pie. Oh, yes, yes, excuse me. Let me turn this off just a moment. <laughs> that was very embarrassing and uh, almost very lethal. Yes. Lethal? Come in. Oh. Come in. This this is a very nice-looking... What is this again? Rhubarb pie. Rhubarb pie. Yes, yes rhubarb. I made it myself. Siegfried, take this and, and dispose of it immediately. I mean, serve it to the men in the quarters. Your yes. Thank you very much, Siegfried. So, what brings you here? Have you come to uncover my plot? Plot, plot? No, I just came to welcome you to the neighborhood and bring you some pie. Um, is is there a plot to be uncovered here? So you have found me out. Very clever, Mr. Bell. If that's what your name really is. Yeah, that's my name. Come, it's... come, watch uh, this video screen. Okay. Watch this commercial. Okay. All will be explained. Okay. Ho, ho, ho. Hello, everybody. I'm here with my little elf friend. Greetings to you all. And I've got the perfect gift for everybody this holiday season. Don't I, little elf friend? No. What? Move over, Tubby. Oh, hey. Nobody has a gift like this one. It's small. It has earphones. And it has every song ever recorded in it. It's the Die Pod. And you must have one this Christmas. If you don't, you'll face the wrath of your peers and wish you were on some nasty a stinky planet up to your ears in slime, and you deserve it too! <laughs> yes, this Dipod has every song ever recorded built right in, and it's only $5! Did you say only $5? Yes! Ho, ho. Thanks to a miniature black hole I created, I can download songs from 200 years in the future, meaning they're all public domain and perfectly legal! The Dipod. Only $5 wherever fine musical devices are sold. Also where the crappy ones are sold. In fact, they're in every store in the world, as well as on every website. Or just wait, somebody will bring one to your door. You must have one. The Dipod. It's the reason for your existence. Okay, that's it, Big Red. Give me a ho-ho. Ho-ho-ho! I said ho-ho! I'm not paying for that third ho! Oh, God, he's coming! Take that! <laughs> well, that was a um, <clears throat> very interesting and entertaining commercial, Mr. Uh, what is your name, anyway? My name is Rex Ruteroto, and I am the world's greatest supervillain, since you won't live to tell anybody. Well, why do you say that? What's going to happen to me? You fuel! I'll have you destroyed! Guards! Eliminate him immediately! Guards? Hold on, my guards, hold on. Hello, guards! Someone come up and shoot this fellow, please. I'd really appreciate it. Oh, uh, we'd love to, sir, but, uh... 
Everybody down here is uh, incapacitated. How did that happen? Uh, I don't know. Someone brought down this pie, and uh -oh. we've all... Excuse me, I gotta go. I'm terribly sorry about that. Very clever, Mr. Bell, disabling my guards like that, but you still cannot escape. So I will tell you my plan as any decent supervillain would do at this particular point. At $5 you throw, everybody in the world will buy one of my die pods, and everyone will have one on Christmas Day. Then, at noon, I send a special signal to each and every one, a subliminal message for them to send all their money to me. <laughs> and then, on New Year's, at exactly midnight, when everybody is listening to their die pod for their favorite New Year's music, you see the earbuds on these die pods? They're actually little electrodes. And an electrical current goes through everybody's head, killing everybody in the world. So I will have all the money and everybody else will be dead. <laughs> it's the perfect plan. So you get everybody to send you their money. Correct. Then you kill everybody. Everybody. <laughs> so why do you need the money? What? I mean, if no one else is alive, you can do anything you want anyway. So... What do you need the money for? But, 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 but it's the money. I mean, the villain always goes after the money because once I have the money, I can... Um, I mean, otherwise, it's a pretty good plan, but really... Uh, you will not stop my plot. Oh. You are free to wander around and look at anything you want because you are too stupid to hey. just stop my, my plot. And, oh, and, I saw and, the flaw in your plot. Go away, get out of my sight All right. so I can continue gloating. All right. And, Thinking about things. Go away! Fine, fine. I'll just go this way, then. Little does he know that where I came from, there's only one being who could possibly stop me, but he'll never find me here. <laughs> exactly where is Rex from? Who is he? Where is he from? And just exactly who is he? These questions will be answered as we cross the great expanse of America to a large metropolis known as Metropolitanus. On the 86th floor of the world's largest newspaper, The Daily Plant, we find the editor-in-chief, Barry Spite, in one of his normal foul moods. Get those chickens out of here! I hate foul. Lovers! Lovers! Where are you? Right here, Mr. Spite. Don't call me Mr. Spite. But... That's your name, just like my name is Lavers Lane. I don't care what your name is, Mr. Spite. I want a scoop. Rocky Road, Pistachio, or Asphalt. This is no time for a road trip. Rex Ruder Roto is on the loose. He should probably eat more fiber. And he's fled our wonderful Gotham of Metropolitanus. He's hiding somewhere, planning, scheming, coming up with something nefarious to spring upon the unsuspecting populace of the world. Really? Or he could be out getting a six-day pedicure. Well, he does have big feet. It would be a big feat if we could defeat him. If he was defeated, he wouldn't need a pedicure. That's for sure. Your job, lovers! Find him. Who? Nice owl imitation. Do you also do a duck? Only if I conduct this assignment. What a foul thing to say. Which reminds me, where did all these chickens come from? I'll find Rex Rota, Ruta, Mr. Spite. Don't call me Mr. Spite. So what should I call you? Call me a chicken exterminator right now. Goodbye. Why did you slam the closet door? Felt good. Want to try it? Sure. Ooh, I feel much better. I feel terrible. My hand was in the door. Ooh, ooh, I know ooh, what would make ooh. that hand feel better. Here. Oh, now my other hand is crushed. Oh, oh, but it made ooh, you ooh. forget the other hand, didn't it? Lovers, you're a genius. Now get out of here. I'm getting tired of this game. I'm going to my office now.
one for the road? Yeah, now I'm done. He really should find the key to his office. He's spending a fortune on door glass. Hmm, if I'm going to find Rex, I'll need some help. I need somebody smart, strong, and assertive. Slimy! Slimy Olsen! Jeepers, lovers, did you call me? I certainly did, Slimy. Do you know anybody smart, strong, and assertive? Bat Masterson? I meant in this building. Bat Masterson is in this building? Never mind. I'll just take you, Pug Reporter. You mean Cub Reporter. I meant what I said. I'd better go ask the Chief. Go ahead. Hey, Chief, do you know where Mr. Spite is? Hug him in office. Thanks. Nice job replacing that glass door, by the way. Keep big thanks, Red Top. Now I'll ask Mr. Spite if I can go. Mr. Spite, can I go with Lavers? Where is she going? With me. Okay. Thanks, Chief. And don't call me Chief. Say, what are you doing there? Preparing a gourmet meal. Oh, see you later, Chef. Don't call me Chef. Say, what are you doing in front of the mirror there? I'm trying to imitate the star of Dr. Zhivago. Oh, see you later, Sharif. Don't call me Sharif. Say, what are you doing there? I'm taking this grain and separating the wheat from this other stuff. Oh, see you later, Chef. Don't call me Mr. Spite. Okay, Chef. Much better. You go pack, Slimy. I'll go see if Claude is available. You mean Claude Kretsch, our ace reporter who always seems to disappear whenever that super powerful flying guy appears? That's the one. You ever find that suspicious? What? That the chaff doesn't like to be called Mr. Spite? When you've been a reporter for as long as I have, nothing surprises you anymore. Jeepers. I'll go get Claude and see if he can join us in... Booga, booga, booga. Ah! See, something can surprise you, Miss Lane. <laughs> I never noticed you carrying around that frying pan, Slimy. You got me good, all right. But don't expect to live out the rest of the day. I never do. Oh, here comes Claude now. Uh, hi, Laverne. Hi, Chaff. Don't call me Mr. Spike. Hey, Laverne, let me show you something. Look, see this blue costume under my shirt? See the big ass? You know what this means? You have blue monogram pajamas? Yeah. No, don't you know what this S stands for? No, what does it stand for? Um... What does it stand for? I don't have all day. And I certainly won't live out the day. It stands for, um... It stands for, uh... Give me a clue. Claude, if you had a clue, you'd have a real job. Huh? I rest my case. It stands for, uh... Well, it doesn't matter because I'm that super-powered flying guy. Which super-powered flying guy? Uh, you know, that one that, uh, uh starts with S. Uh, amazing-powered blue guy. None of that starts with an S. Oh, uh, amazing spoured spluce guy. Eventually, our intrepid team begins their search for the archfiend, Rex Ruderoto. They begin at his last known hideout. Did Rex have a hideout here? Yeah, this was his last known hideout, but he ain't here no more. Drat, we've hit a dead end. The trail is ice cold. We're stymied. There's no hope for the search. We may as well give up now and take up Bulgarian hockey puck weaving for pennies and jujubes on the street corner. Dibs on the blue ones. Did he by any chance leave a forwarding address? Sure, in the abandoned warehouse next to the bells in the Batfrey building. I guess I spoke a little prematurely. Does this mean no blue jujubes? Right, God, no blue jujubes. Oh. Dibs an orange, then. Our tireless trio drives off to whatever city the Batfree is located in and plans their... plans. 
boy, this drive would be a lot faster if we had tires. If you want to chip in to get a set, fine. Until then, we'll remain tireless. Did you notice my big ass? We need a plan. How about we march into Rex Ruderoda's hideout and say, get out? I like it. If only we knew how to get a hold of that really strong guy that flies around and beats up bad guys. Who? The guy with the big ass. Maybe you should lay off the cupcakes. Gee, a powerful hero type, a guy who has a big ass, like the one on my chest? Huh? 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 Yeah, like that. Well, I'm stumped. Jeepers, if only there is some way to signal him. Yeah! If he were here right now, I'd say, why not give us a way to signal you whenever we need you? Yeah! I should contact him with my super secret signal watch and ask him to give us something to signal him with. Yeah! yeah. Wait, Wait, what? Well, he gave me a secret signal watch a while back, see? Ooh, it's a Casio. You had that watch all this time and didn't tell me? I'm only supposed to use it in an emergency. What about... Last week, when I was kidnapped by those biker pirates who hoisted me up the mizzen mast and pelted me with spiny crabs for two hours until I gave them the answers to the previous day's jumble puzzle? An emergency for me. Like when I forget my bow tie. I like Casio. Just summon him. Who? The powerful person who saves people in peril, you pinhead. Oh, oh, okay. All I have to do is push this button and it sends out an ultrasonic sound that he can hear over great distances. Just push it. I have a Timex. Here goes. Turn it off! Turn it off! What? I said turn it off! I can't hear you! She said turn it off! You can hear her over this noise! What noise? Wait, let me turn this off! Some secret signal watch. And now we wait. He usually gets here about 30 seconds or less. Who does? That big blue boy scout who beats baddies and bedevils the bourgeoisie. Oh, oh, him, yeah. Um, 30 seconds, huh? That's the guarantee. 30 seconds. Yep. Yep. 30 clicks of the old watch. Yep. And it's a Casio. Yep. 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 Um, how much time left? Uh, about 10 seconds. Well, in that case... Say, Claude, what you doing with that big pipe wrench? There, with both of my bestest friends unconscious, I can slip out of the car and reappear as me without them suspecting that I are me, whom am also him. I'll just fly out the window here. Faster than a speeding horse, more powerful than a loco motorboat, able to sleep in the wettest gutter without a single sound. Look, up in the sky. It's absurd. It's insane. It's, um, it's, uh, the guy that, uh, the cake thing. Now that I have flied up into the stratosphere, I will fly down again. And watch the car that was going 60 miles an hour when I knocked everybody unconscious within it fly off a cliff. Oh, well, I don't need the help anyway. I can stop Rex Rotary. I can stop Rex Rotary. Rex Rotary. I could stop Rex all by myself. I am here, arch villain. Soon you will be fallen, arches. <laughs> I made a joke. Uh, Rex, 
Uh, where are you? He's not in right now. Would you like to make an appointment? Who are you? I'm his personal secretary, Miss Cooper. You can call me Scoop. Uh, okay. Is this afternoon free? I used to be a reporter, you know. Maybe something about three-ish? But that Mr. Beale never gave me a proper chance. Uh-huh. Well... Maybe once or twice. Yeah, I only need to see him for about five minutes. Actually, even five seconds would do. (laughs) Or four or five times. Six. I could save him time by flying into the window. Eight tops. And you can cancel any appointments he may have after me because once I get done with him, he'll be a smoldering pile of cinders on the ground. How about 3.30? I don't know. I usually have nappy time then. Miss Cooper, is everything ready? Oh, hi, Mr. Regulator. Ruta-rata. This gentleman has come to see you. Miss Cooper, can't you see that this is that dubious doofus who destroys deviltry with his daring do? Hi. I'm sorry, Mr. Rastafarian. Ruta-rata. I told him you weren't in, so he made an appointment. 3.30. Just wait till then, you rat. Don't you call Mr. Porta Potty a rat? Rotor Ratter! Rudy Kazooty? Rocky Road? Rotisserie! I'm hungry too. Never mind. Miss Cooper, get under your desk and put your hands over your neck. Why? Because we're about to have a climatic battle to the finish. Funny, he doesn't look Finnish. What? She's right. I'm more Anglo American, except that I'm from another planet. How did that happen? Hey, we evolved first. You people look like us, not the other way around. Don't go talking to me about looking like you. You look like me, huh? Silence! Get under the desk! Okay. What a crouch. Let me get my reading material. Hand me that tabloid, will you? Hey, you mean this one? The one that slanders everybody and makes up horrid rumors? That's the one. I work for them. Really? Yeah, Claude Kretsch, ace reporter. (laughs) I used to be a reporter, too. Don't get her started. And now, you, I suppose you know you can't stop me. I've already shipped the diapods all over the world! Gee, guess I'm screwed then. What, what? If you destroy the portable master black hole generator, all the diepots will be useless hunks of plastic. Excuse me? Excuse me? Didn't you sign a non-disclosure agreement when I hired you? Hey, don't get on your case. I knew that anyway. No, you didn't. Did, did not. Did too. Did not. Did too. Did not. Did, did, not, did, not, did, not, did, not, did. not enough of this intellectual battle. Derex, I may not stop your diepods from wiping out everybody on Earth, but at least I can make sure that you are not around to reap the rewards of your evil and nefarious deed. What? Me bump you off. Oh, but first, have a quick refreshing drink of water. Do I look stupid to you? Extremely. Oh, give me the water. Ooh, tasty, zesty. And deadly. How's that? That was no ordinary water, you dunderhead. That was highly polluted water from your home planet. Soon your stomach will tie up in a knot, and you'll have gastrointestinal distress like you've never had before, turning you completely helpless to stop me. You mean... Yes, this is cramp tonight. <laughs> I'll feel nothing. It should kick in right about now. Perfect. My plan is going perfectly. Little did that blundering, bubble-headed blob of bad guy beating bombasticity know that the black hole generator is hidden here in the master diepod. This one diepod is the key to my plan. If it should ever leave my hand, it will explode in a giant fireball, leaving all the other diepods useless. Now, by pushing the button on the front of the master diepod, I'll activate all the diepods. Then nothing can stop me. What is this? 
It's playing music. It shouldn't be playing music. It should be beeping. This isn't my master typewriter. Where could... This stupid thing just keeps beeping. Cheap piece of... You have the master iPod. It's about to explode. I'm getting out of here. Mr. Rental Reader. Hello? Anybody in here? Mr. Beal. Oh, hi. Um... It's Scoop. Yes, of course. Look, I need to find Rex Ruderoto. I found out that if the master dipod ever leaves his hand... You mean this one? Yes. If that ever leaves his hand, it'll reach critical black hole mass in about a minute or two and will explode in a huge fireball, wreaking destruction in a good 30-foot radius. That's pretty exciting. Who's the guy in the uh, blue outfit clutching his stomach over there and groaning? That's that hero type fellow. What's his name? He's really that reporter. Cracked clutch. He seems to be trying to tell us something. Throw. Throw. You gonna throw up? Must get rid of. No, don't tell us. Give me that. He took my master iPod. He's opening the door. He's throwing it. He's down again. He's on the mat. The ref is giving the count. One, two, three. Wait a minute. If that was the master iPod. Demolish that building across the street. Look at the fire. It's really spreading. It's heading towards the telephone pole that has all the cables and wires that connect that building with the internet. It's burning through the... There are a number of things that we can all do to help stop the spread of the coronavirus and protect ourselves and our families. One is simply to clean your hands often. Wash your hands often with soap and water for at least 20 seconds, especially after you've been in a public place or after blowing your nose, coughing, or sneezing. If you don't have access to soap and water, then make sure you use a hand sanitizer with at least 60% alcohol. And finally, avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth with unwashed hands. These are some simple things that we can all do to help protect ourselves and our families from the spread of coronavirus. Be well, everybody.